Welcome to episode 406. Today we're still vibing on the how much do you want to pay question, which is sort of like the default that some people fall into. When uh, you're talking with a customer, you guys are negotiating, they've given a low ball offer, you're exasperated, and then you just say, how much do you want to pay? How much do you think is worth um, that whole approach? So today's going to be the filing installment, and we're going to be looking at um, the question, how much do you want to pay? And consider whether you can use this tactic for loyal uh, customers, for regular clients, long-term customers. I mean, your homeboys and your homegirls, basically. Because we do get uh, thrown in those situations where there are people that have done business with us time and time and time again. And then eventually they say, uh, hey, guy, can you do me a solid? You know, I know I've been paying uh, 250K um, over the last uh, three, four years that I've been doing business, but can you do me a solid, you know, can you cut it down to 180, can you cut it down to 200, you know, blah, blah, blah. And then you guys start um, uh, haggling back and forth because uh, sometimes circumstances change for our loyal customers and um, they uh, want us to scratch their back and to um, do something for them. Then, of course, we're left in that position of wondering, uh, you know, do we cut them some slack? Let's say for those of us who are photographers or videographers, so let's say we've been doing the end of year party for them every year, you know, 250K or 500K, whatever. So do we take that cut back, go from 500 to 300 or to go from 250 to 180 or um, whatever? So those are the larger questions that we have to consider when we're thinking about this approach. How much do you want to pay? You know, this is how much you want to pay tactic. See how it applies to loyal clients, regular uh, regular clients, your loyal customers, your fans, or whatever it is that you want to call them. So this tactics and um, uh, so this tactic and the all the questions that we've talking about surrounding um, its use and when to use them. So uh, like I said, they come up when we have regular fans and they want you to cut some slack, basically, uh, so that they can keep doing um, business um, with you. So most likely they've come up with another transaction. Uh, like in the example that I gave, you're a photographer or a video guy, it's end of year party. You may have met them through weddings, um, but if you do a good job, eventually you're able to transfer from weddings into um, other stuff. So uh, that's an example of how I say that weddings don't have to be one and done. That the fact that you uh, covered the wedding for them or planned the wedding for them or MC the wedding for them doesn't mean that you collect that check and you never get to do business with them again because there are other um, spheres, other aspects that you guys can end up doing business um, with um, together. So some business people, um, like I said in previous podcasts, they use the how much do you want to pay tactic as a ploy when you guys have um, um, an impasse and they're hoping that when you do that, the other person is going to now uh, try and do what is uh, fair. And hopefully the idea of a fair price is going to be... Um, is going to be closer to to what you think now sometimes professionals uh, don't want to give a price in this situation because deep down they think that the price is too high and they have uh, negative self-talk like i'll never pay um x amount for um you know so on so and i've already said in previous podcasts that if this is the case we have to get this negative um self-talk out of the way um you have to get sold on your product first. Uh, so you have to get yourself out of the equation and you have to get sold on your product um, first. So it's either <clears throat> you are 
uh, the bomb at what you do or you're not. If you're not the bomb, then you have to make sure that you work on the technical aspects of your product or your um, service so that you can state your prices um, confidently. And then remember that it's not about you, it's about market validation. Uh, I think that's what we said on previous podcast, maybe two episodes ago, two or three episodes ago. So, um, um, yeah, so remove yourself from the equation, basically. It's about market validation. So it doesn't matter if you would never pay 250k or 500k to have someone cover your end-of-year party. You know, it's about whether there is a market for it and people do pay for things um, like that. So, um, yeah, bottom line, let's make sure that our product or service is an ethical and efficient one and that we provide value to um, our clients. Uh, this is important because it's going to give you the backbone for carrying um, out um, this current conversation and future conversations around pricing, whether you are faced with new people who are uh, trying to uh, bid down the price or for loyal people who are saying, um, hey, guys, can you guys uh, can you cut the price? Can you help me out here? So um, basically all uh, that I'm trying to say is that, you know, prices aren't uh, arbitrary, arbitrary. They're tied to the cost of delivering uh, the service. They're tied to prevailing economic conditions. There are lots of things that go into uh, delivering a price. It's like um, a recent bid that I was discussing with my video guy, uh, Shergun. Uh, that was for live streaming for one of our corporate clients. And um, we uh, we put up a number and uh, they didn't like it. And it's something that we had to let go of eventually because, you know, like Shagun said, you know, cost of living has gone up. You know, we pay the boys a whole lot more and then stuff like that. So there's no point uh, taking this gig and then you're going in uh, in the red or there's not much of a room for profit left. Because after all, um, as the heads in the business, you know, you guys have to take home something. And then, of course, you also have to uh, settle uh, inland revenue, you know, value added tax and um all those uh, other stuff so prices aren't um arbitrary these are the things that go into it so um these are the sorts of uh justifications that go into why we should be able to stand um, um our ground so realize that your prices aren't arbitrary they're tied to cost of delivering the service they're tied to prevailing economic conditions you also have to have a bomb product or service you have to be the bomb diggity so that you don't uh, quiver um, when you um, call your price and then you also have to get the head trash um, out of the way it's not about you it's about whether uh, there is um, market support for that price if people um, pay for that price so from a technical and a substance driven standpoint or should I say technical or substance? I mean, basically, um, all the back-end stuff. So if you're a photographer, when I say a technical standpoint or a substance-driven standpoint, I mean um, photo framing, composition, editing, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. And by extension, I'm sure you guys can, yeah, the rest of you guys can, um, can relate or rather can understand how that applies to your businesses. Oh, sorry, um, before I continue, apologies for... The weird noise in the background that's because the neighbors are for some reason they're getting the um the the what will i say should i call it a garden they're mowing their garden i don't know why they pick this time in the evening when everybody is home with their families and they're just causing um, quite a storm so anyway so that's what that buzzing is um in the background so don't worry i'm not i haven't gone into uh, a period of extended farting or anything like that so um where was I? Gosh, I've lost my um, train of thought. 
Okay, so we were talking about uh, okay customers, that's loyal customers, and then they still want you to. Hmm, I can't remember what my train of thought was. So anyway, let me just go ahead and go in a new direction. So basically, um, if they ask this, uh, they've asked this of you. So it now boils down to um, whether you're going to stand firm and risk losing the business to say, hey, okay, Chuku, or hey, Kemi. Um, I'm sorry, we can't make any concessions, and then they take their business elsewhere, or you make some some uh, some concessions to them. Now, if you must make a concession, instead of leaving it up to them to dictate the price, that is where that whole how much will you pay thing comes up. So instead of leaving it up to them, um, how about you just grandfather them in? You know, you just let them in. You can tell them that hey, you know what, this is all we can do for you. Yes, it's been 250 up to now, but you know how things are with the Buhari economy. So uh, let's just leave it like this. Um, I know things are off on your own end, so let's just keep it at this 250. What we'll do is we'll keep the price freeze for the next uh, two years. I'm not saying that you should do it for two years. I mean, whatever you have a chat with your business partners and whatever it is that feels uh, comfortable uh, to you. But the whole thing with grandfathering people into a deal basically is that you um, give them favorable condition and then you lock it to a certain time frame. So in this case, random let's just say two years and then you also limit it to a certain order size so you say okay no problem we'll leave it at that uh, 250 for the next two years but so long as you keep doing end of year party and uh, the easter party and the uh, christmas party or the whatever party um, with us the idea is that uh, you're going to give them that favorable price and we want to keep the order at a certain level that maintains that you're being profitable um, yeah, so that's it uh, basically. So you just uh, put a price freeze, uh, grandfather them in, uh, limit it to an order size, and then um, limit it to uh, what else? Okay, yeah, time and then the order size um, basically. And then you also make it plain to them that this is not going to apply to new accounts or to referrals that come through them. So you say, uh, hey, Kemi, so yeah, this is all we're going to do for you, but please know that you know when you talk about us to other people uh because you know you've been referring business to us and we really appreciate that when when you refer us to other people um just know that this price is between us and you so it doesn't apply to anybody else that you you are referring so whoever it is that you refer we are going to charge them at that 300k mark or that 500k mark or whatever it is that was the um uh, that was the uh, normal um price so those are the um restriction the restrictions that you put on it so these sorts of approaches would um, give you some time to figure out what to do with this reliable customer of yours um, because this will guarantee you their business for a little while longer and then uh, you and your business partner have some time to think about what you're going to do um, overall what kind of future concessions that you want to make for them or whether things are so harsh that it's time to uh, walk away uh, from the deal so remember um, wrapping up on this question the how much do you want to pay tactic is a blunder because when it works, the potential customer gives a price that is well above market value, they end up feeling cheated because they will find out. If they say, if they give uh, something that they think is fair but ends up being more than uh, market value, you know, they'll now feel like um, you're a fraud or that you cheated them and you won't look like a trusted business partner in the future. And then if they give a figure that is below um, market price and you are desperate because sometimes we're in a pinch, you know, school fees are coming up or 
maybe you're now getting letters from Inland Revenue and you just need some change, you know, any change so that you can make school fees or um, pay, uh, uh, you know, your AMAC levies. I mean, for those of us in Abuja, you know, pay your AMAC levies and pay your, uh, your value-added tax and then, you know, make all those remittances. So if you give in to that, that's going to be the beginning of a very difficult situation because they're going to put the squeeze on you, seeing that you're desperate um, for the cheap price. And then they're going to end up being a very difficult um, partner um, to work with, especially if, sorry, difficult customer to work with, especially if what they're concerned about, if they're only focused on the bargain and they're not bothered about, about having a trusted friend um, in the market. So summary, uh, whenever we're talking about pricing and stuff like that, just remember that you are the professional and you shouldn't be afraid to name a price because your price is not arbitrary. You're not pulling it out of the sky. So thank you very much for listening to today's show. I'll catch you guys at the next recording.